Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Live from Los Angeles, the Win Without Competing Show with Dr. Arlene Barrow, host and creator of the Right Fit Method, the key to professional and personal success. Now, let's join Dr. Arlene. Thank you for joining me on the 99th episode of Win Without Competing, igniting, firing up, and exploding the brands of presidential candidates. Will we hire a Republican or Democrat name brand to hold the number one position in the world, the President of the United States? It's all about branding. Listen and learn. Starting with the Republicans, Donald Trump. With significant success, Trump takes the less-traveled political road, not the well-traveled political road. Can the Trump road take him to the White House? Let's analyze how Trump is creating his presidential brand and the results. Like Joan Rivers, Trump trumpets the unspoken, what people are thinking but afraid to say. His trademark rhetoric caused an explosive response from the Republican presidential candidates. He terrifies them. They behave like mice in a maze. They ask, why is he moving my cheese? We can't have change. Some candidates lash out, stating that he is not fit to be president. Rick Perry, the former governor of Texas, calls Trump a cancer on conservatives. Senator Lindsey Graham calls Trump a jackass repeatedly. In response, the Donald releases Graham's cell phone number to the public. Graham fires back with a humorous video in which he stars, explaining how to destroy a cell phone and points to Donald Trump as the cause. Why is Trump a brilliant strategist? He is what he does. He focuses on topics which elicit emotion. For example, illegal immigration, emphasizing the poor performance of Republicans and managing and controlling the situation. He provides a solution which he vows to implement if he becomes president. Trump's goals incite the presidential candidates to act out against him, which, of course, excites the media. He manages to distract candidates from focusing on their own presidential brands because they are too busy talking about him. The media, both Democratic and Republican, give him so much attention that it appears as if he is already the Republican presidential nominee. When the media interviews him, he uses each opportunity for more Trump singers. Here's an example. When Anderson Cooper interviewed Trump about illegal immigration, he presented statistics about the topic. In response to Anderson's question about the data, Trump said, You're not a baby, Anderson. You know what is really happening. Anderson smiled at Trump. He knew that he had been trumped. Instead of answering the question, Trump used a distractor response. 
he never did answer the question because the data did not support his point of view. Trunk took the opportunity to mention the murder of Kate by an illegal immigrant who was recently wrongly released from jail in San Francisco, a sanctuary city. Trump's focus on illegal immigration, which then led to incorporating sanctuary cities and the need to eliminate them as a place of refuge for criminals, contributed to the creation of Kate's Law, now under congressional consideration. His verbal hammering had an impact. Kate's father and the others who were affected by illegal immigrants and had someone in their family killed also testified in Washington. How is Trump vetting the Republican presidential candidates for us? Think about what he's doing. Those candidates who cannot accept Trump's communication style, referred to fondly by the media and the Republican Party as his tone, okay, which, of course, he has a special way of communicating to present his brand and point of view. The Republicans cannot accept him from deviating from the traditional career politician mode. Their rigid behavior and inability to accept change, demanding that all candidates must meet their traditional standards, demonstrates that they may not fit to be the president. Why? We should not hire a president who cannot change behavior quickly. Rigidity is the enemy of creativity. Divergent thinking is the hallmark of creativity. A rigid president will not be creative, which is necessary for innovative solutions. Again, what I'm saying is very simple. If, in fact, we hire, and remember what I just said, hire a new president of the United States, that if that person is rigid, he cannot change his behavior, okay? He will not, or she will not, be able to think of innovative solutions to solve our most critical problems. Reflect on that and think about what that means. Because frequently, when candidates run for president, they keep asking the question, why have you changed your mind? Do they really believe that you should keep the same ideas since you were a child? Obviously, learning, which is change of beha- is learning, which is change of behavior, is necessary for the future president of the United States. What's interesting is that the weak candidates have a second major flaw in addition to rigidity. They do not recognize the dis- the dis- distraction strategy that Trump is using, which is mandatory to be president. Why? Distraction is a classic strategy in negotiations. I'll repeat, distraction is a classic strategy in negotiations. Trump's unique style has forced the weak candidates to reveal their weaknesses and highlighted the wise candidates who politely ignore him. 
What do the polls reveal about the Republican presidential candidates? Trump is number one, followed by Bush and Walker. Some polls show Rubio and Cruz, but they are quickly dropping. Trump is also in first place in New Hampshire and Iowa. Nationally, he has a significant lead over Bush. And, of, and of course, Lindsey Graham, less than 1% of the vote. Oh, by the way, Perry. Perry's solutions to murders in movie theaters, everyone should carry a gun. No comment. When Trump first announced that he was running for president, Jed Bush laughed. As he saw media attention and public response to Trump, he stopped tweeting about him and focused on himself. Walker and Cruz have been polite. Rubio believes that Trump is not fit to be president. The first Republican debate is scheduled for Thursday, August 6th. We will then see the Donald facing the career politicians. They could ask him whether he could he would become a third-party candidate. Trump has threatened this possibility of becoming a third-party candidate if the Republican Party does not show him respect. I question this strategy. He can't win the presidency as a third-party candidate, but he could eliminate the possibility of the Republicans winning by taping a sizable chunk of the Republican votes. Remember Ross Perot? That's exactly why the Democrats did not win. The Republicans didn't win, but the Democrats did because of Ross Perot. Trump needs to watch that his strategies, especially his threat to become a third-party candidate, does not backfire. The chairman of the Republican National Committee mumbled something about candidates signing a document stating that they would not become a third-party candidate. Of course, Trump is the focus of that document. In my opinion, Trump should not become a third-party candidate. He should only focus on becoming the Republican presidential nominee. Ultimately, it does not matter if the Republicans support him. If he gets the nomination, he has billions of dollars at his disposal to get the vote out across the United States. Perhaps he can send a chauffeur driven limousines to pick up the voters. As he says, I am very rich. I do not need your money. Trump estimates his net worth at $10 billion. If he does not win the nomination, becoming a third-party candidate will not get him the presidency. Moreover, he will be remembered as the man who gave the election to the Democrats. Exactly what Ross Perot did. I believe that his threat is an idle threat. He says, I am running because I want to make America great again. If that's true, he will not become a third-party candidate. At the August 6th debate, only 10 Republican candidates will be on the stage. Six candidates will be omitted. Donald Trump and two others will be in the center of the stage, indicating that they are the top three. Each candidate will have less than four minutes to speak. When CNN asked Trump if he will work with a coach to prepare for the debate, he responded, I have to be myself. I am who I am. I have no coach. Let's see what happens. On to the Democrats, Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton takes the well-traveled political road, not the less-traveled political road. She has been hiding in the shadows. 
To be seen or not to be seen is the question. Actress Diane Keaton, discussing herself in a large farm which I attended, said, I hide in the shadows, hoping to be seen. Keaton is a bit shy. Clinton is not. It appears that she, get, she goes into hiding when she does not want to respond to questions from the media. The email potboiler is a case in point. When Clinton was Secretary of State, she sent emails on her private server from home. She maintains that she did not email classified information about national security matters. The Inspector General examined a small sample of her emails and found information that could be considered a breach in security. He referred the matter to the FBI to require her to turn over the server to them. When asked to do so, she refused. Now she has no choice. Clinton is expected to testify in October about her email. The New York Times commenting on the public's high disapproval rating of Clinton said that the Democrats may be coronating a wounded queen. The public perception of Clinton as different and untrustworthy and dishonest could pave the way for other Democratic presidential nominees. If she is found guilty of the email charges, her fate is sealed. Her disapproval rating will explode. Clinton will hide in the shadows, hoping not to be seen. Right now, Bernie Sanders, the Democratic senator from Vermont, is running against Clinton. He refers to himself as a socialist. It remains to be seen what happens next. Be sure to watch the debate and ask yourself beforehand, will they control themselves on this important debate? Who will win without competing? Do you have the right Frit brand to win without competing? Let's discuss. To arrange a chat with me, email drbarro at winwithoutcompeting.com or call 310-443-4277 to arrange a time to speak with me. Be sure to look at my websites, the corporate, barrowglobal.com, winwithoutcompeting.com, for the book, the app, and more. And of course, be sure to listen to more radio shows. Go to drbarro.com or to iTunes. Remember, it's all about branding. I invite you to join me on the 100th episode of Win Without Competing. Check my Blog Talk Radio show page for more information. Goodbye for now. This is Dr. Arlene.